Hey, do you want to be like me and make podcasts that everyone loves? Yeah, you do. But chances are, you don't want to spend a bunch of money doing it. No worries. A solution exists. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make podcasts super easy, then distribute those podcasts everywhere, and you can even earn money doing it. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Also, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I'm speaking from experience when I say that all those additional features like video podcasts, Q&As, polls, those are things you won't find for cheap elsewhere. But with Spotify for Podcasters, it's all totally free no catch. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Thanks. We love you. Okay, yeah, you're right. Welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. Pretty Scary Boo. 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 Good job. Now we're here. I was just adjusting our levels. Mm. <clears throat> right? <laughs> the levels. <laughs> Jeff May levels. Jeff May levels. So what are we talking about today? Uh, Hatfields and McCoys. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the Hatfields and the McCoys, and... <sighs> we're having a good day so far. Are this... we? Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, you're, f- you're fresh off the party train. Carrie's a champ. I've, yeah, I've been awake now more than 24 hours. And I, I, <laughs> I, I like when, when Carrie showed up. She said, should I just hair the dog it and get some wine? Yes. Your eyes lit up and you were like, I will drink with you. Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't planning to because I have to record a mountain of podcasts today. Yeah, you've got a lot ahead of you today. Yeah, this is, the, this is only the second podcast of five that I'm recording. You already recorded today. one today? Yes, with Danielle Soto. Oh, we my God. Recorded. We, roommates. And, yeah, my roommates. We were supposed to do two, mm-hmm. and we cut it short and just did one. Mm-hmm. And now, okay. so now I'm down to five today. And then I have to edit one tonight so it can go up in the morning. Gross. Yeah, it that's, really is. That's a lot. It's all fun and games when you're recording, but then when you get to the editing, it's like, oh, yeah, I have to just yeah. make sure we didn't say anything awful or the normal. Which or, is usually where I come in. Well, it's where you get cut out. <laughs> I, that I can say yeah. from exp- now, it's okay. Me too. I've said some pretty crazy things, and I'm like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. No, I'm talking about when we do White Wine True Crime. Oh, yeah. sometimes you get we'll super talk, duper racist over some, there? Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, no, it's more just like, we'll record and I'll look down and realize that we've been talking for two hours and I'm just thinking like, all right, I got to somehow edit this down. Well, I always start off like really optimistic, like I'm going to edit this down to an hour. It, it, it'll work. And yeah. then like I get into the hour two of editing and I'm like, 
this is going to be an hour and a half episode. Yeah. I'm not, I can't cut any more of this out. It won't make any sense. Yeah, that well, whatever that happens. That happens. To, that happens with this show a lot, but that's fine because I put out a clip show. Yeah, so whenever we show. have like an hour and a half episode, there's usually like 15 minutes of it that's just yeah cut, but still entertaining because we're the best. You got to kill your darlings. That's a Faulkner quote. Fuck that guy. No, it's I put those darlings no, in, I, in another Faulkner? podcast. Yeah. I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe Yay. we agree on something, and it's I'm, literature. I know we did great. Yeah, I like William Faulkner. Me too. As I lay dying, it's a great book. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very. I've, I've uh, never read it. Really? Or, or anything? I can't I, read. Oh, you can't. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So this episode is about the Hatfields and the McCoys, yes. which is something that I have always wanted an excuse to learn a little bit about, and I never cared. I correct. Yeah, Carrie doesn't care. You guys, this is the trashiest. These are the trashiest people. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, they're like Smoky Mountain people, right? Yeah. Which yeah. means they probably have meth. Do mouth. Yes. Yay. I learned. Oh, okay. I got there. Oh, see, I'm finally learning. You know what do mouth is? The, yeah, the teeth. I mean, it's, it's pre do mouth, <laughs> but it's, it's, they, maybe. You and know are what we I mean? sure that's not meth mouth? No. Uh, it's a difference. There's a difference yeah. between meth mouth oh, and do mouth. Oh, okay. I mean, I could understand how the Venn diagram of substance overuse would, would yeah. have a pretty significant overlap with Mountain those Dew two. Mountain Dew doesn't feel unlike meth when you drink it. Yeah, and I would imagine that it's like the key beverage choice from meth. <laughs> Not that I know what meth feels like. <laughs> Again, here of the dog it. I, Your you know. teeth are going out anyway. Meth uh, goes with Mountain Dew just like uh, hoarding goes with Crocs. I think that yep. that's a very strong pairing with both. It's a right. cultural norm yeah. in those circles um what voice are we going to hear today caitlin oh i don't know there's a lot to there's a lot happening here today i'm sure it'll be something i'm sure it'll be not some- unlike our the the west virginia voices because hey you want to hear about the <laughs> hey, hatfields and the mccoys this fucking hatfield that's guy Jersey. these are a bunch of yes that's this it. one's never been to fucking west virginia <laughs> never been hey, to west virginia like have i ever shown you a picture of me with my stork the, the stork the picture? Stork. yeah it's right here it's me and the stork the stork i remember you were interviewed for that i was that, interviewed that, that, that about, about the stork <laughs> but back to the hatfields and the mccoys these guys um but seriously though these guys are trash <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so first of all, I think that there's two pieces of dumb information that I want to get out of the way that I couldn't believe. This first one's great. Um, why don't you read it since you're right in front of it? It's shocking. Uh, the Hatfields and McCoys are believed to have been the inspiration for Family Feud. How on the nose is that? Yeah, that's pretty great. That's like saying that somebody was at a, a spelling bee and they thought of Wheel of Fortune or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't... How much... How obvious can you... And now we have a definitive thing to blame on Steve Harvey. Exactly. Like, this is why we or, have Steve Harvey. Or this is the progenitor of us being forced to watch Steve Harvey. Right, right. Yeah, I blame the Hatfields and the McCoys. The Hatfields and McCoys are the reason Ray Combs hung himself? Easily. That's the... Absolutely. This I think was Steve Harvey is endearing. You like Steve Harvey? I don't mind him. I don't I... mind him as a host for Family Feud. I actually think it's... I do, yeah, I do actually think he's a good yeah. host. He's fine. It's just until he starts sharing his thoughts about the realities of the world that I start to yeah. get a little confused. But can uh, you see the notes? By the way, I can see them now that you have moved uh, that oh, okay, laptop, cool. so yeah. we're in good shape. Um, there's also okay. So fact one, factoid. Okay, there's now he's just blocking the notes <laughs> with his hand. So fact one, uh, we can blame Family Feud on the original families that feuded the Hatfields and the McCoys. Fact two. By the way, who are you a fan of? 
I'm a Hatfield. I'm siding You're with the Hatfield. Hatfield. I'm Team Hatfield. Um, which, and, and before we move on from that point, I, I didn't even see this. In 1979, members of both halves of the family appeared, and part of the prize package was a pig. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the origins the, of the field. Yeah, well, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. Um, this is gonna be a very special, pretty scary with real information. That's real special. Um, <laughs> Uh, there, yeah, so everybody hang on to that pig factoid because it's going to pay off later. The next thing, uh, I don't know if this is possible, but I've looked it up and several sources did somehow decide that this was worth putting on the internet. So there's a rare medical condition that might be partly to blame for the violence of the notorious Clash of the Clans. So in 2007, a study of doctors and geneticists who had studied dozens of McCoy descendants noted an unusually high rate of of, I can't pronounce this, but I'm going to try, Von Hippel-Lindau disease. I think you nailed it. I think you did. Really? I stuck that one? I feel like Carrie Strug right now. Yeah, you killed oh it. God. Yeah, you did. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a rare inherited condition uh, that produces tumors of the eyes, ears, and pancreas, and adrenal glands, as well as high blood pressure and a racing heart rate. And I guess it, basically these people were prone to fight or flight like right out the gate. But that's just the McCoys. Like that doesn't explain the Hatfields. Well, it does if kind of because the hat the 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 McCoys were kind of the trash that poked a bear over and over again in my opinion, but you know, we're going to we're going to kind of get to that. So anyway, I just think it's interesting that these people were on some level genetically predisposed to feuding. Yeah. <laughs> like they were ready to feud. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, it would be it would, I mean, I guess it makes sense as an explanation. I, I mean, to me, that sounds like the affluenza <laughs> yeah. excuse. Like, it you was know. almost a 30-year feud. Yeah, it was. This yeah, is 1863 a, to 1891. Is that so. like Israel and Palestine? Now they go back a little bit. They go long, a little bit. And way, way back. They get to a point where they just don't know what they're fighting about anymore. I'll tell you what. That no, I think they still know why they're fighting yeah, they're in the Middle East. Yeah, they're pretty sure they know why. <laughs> and this is a proof that the Hatfields and the McCoys knew why. Cheers. I, I just love that we're drinking in front of Caitlin. No, yeah. it's great. Nerd. It's good. Not drinking today. Not drinking today. Oh, should we? Should we finger too? <laughs> Let's. Yeah. Oh, yay. I thought that if I got right. you guys early, it felt right. good. Not one like down. If the Hatfields and McCoys did more fingering. <laughs> oh, trust me, there's a lot of fingering. If with Israel the and, and Palestine fingered. I'm just. I yeah. don't, the point is, is a one-state solution was never going to work out for the Hatfields, McCoys, Israel, or Palestine. That's the point. That's true. I'm just saying. I <laughs> still say their issues are up in so, the air. <laughs> Indebatable. Oh, they're definitely all up in the air. But all right. So, okay. Something to kind of, we got to lay out where all of this is happening. Really quickly. Yeah, sure. When we were at the PUI sh- <laughs> show, yep. performing under the influence, mm-hmm. I had a girl come up to me at the bar and was like, will you finger me? And she fingered me and just walked away. Wow. Just like right? college. Was it Jess? I don't know. Mm. It's just that was. Let's blame Jess. That, that, that's that was the extent of it. Cool. Um, I did it. I felt famous. You did? Yeah. Just because somebody asked to think like straight up. They felt comfortable. I, I think I peaked that night. No, <laughs> like, yeah. it's not getting any I, better. I yeah, let... it's not going to get any better than having a stranger <laughs> ask to finger you. I can't, I can't let that be your reality. I will do. <laughs> I will work really hard to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, so where did this should where did this uh, feud start? Okay, so it's happening in the Tug River Valley, and the Tug River separates West Virginia and Kentucky. So we are in it, guys. Like we are. I mean, it is just. Yeah, it's real. It's really happening. So real 
that the feud... Okay, so there's kind of two starts to the Hatfield-McCoy feud. The first one is like a soft start, even though it does involve someone dying. (laughs) It's just that... Okay, so it's right at the end of the Civil War, and there's two people that you kind of have to know about. So there's William Anderson Hatfield, or Hatfield, or as his mother called him, Devil Ants. Jeez. Yeah, his mom gave him this nickname, um, and he also... It caught on while he was strong in, like bull, strong like bull, <laughs> strong like devil bull. Um, it, it really caught on while he was fighting in the Civil War, which is scary to think of. Yeah. Like that people were like, he fights like the devil. It's <laughs> just like, oh shit, you know, like because the thing is, uh, just that's by, who you want he on your side, though. Loves slavery. Uh, big, b- both sides do. They, none well, of them. Yeah. They, they hated That's each the other. They agree on. Yeah, the enemy of their enemy is their friend, and in that case, they both hated Lincoln very much. Yeah. Like there, there's a whole other thing about that that I couldn't. That's get another into. movie that could have used a hot tub scene. Lincoln. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. that guy. If there was ever a president that deserved a good hot tub, it was Abraham Lincoln. That guy needed to unwind big time. For FDR sure. would have done instead of fireside chats. If he would have done hot, hot tub, tub chats. chats. Yeah. I love that. Well, and you know, if Lincoln maybe had Trump will. <laughs> Oh, he already... We, we can know. He's <laughs> yeah. tanning. Yeah, of course he is. He's Yeah, he's definite. <laughs> Tanning bed. And, like, he just, like, pops out and starts talking about the deficit. Can you imagine being, like, working for him right now? I mean, it's just... There's going to be a hidden camera reveal at some point. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. Somebody is a, is a mole recording this like shit. I feel like his wife was like, I just wanted to be secretly rich. Like, I of didn't course. want this spotlight. I don't feel sorry for her, though. You married Donald Trump. You're you're yeah. trapping in for a whole bunch of nightmarish crap. Doesn't, and we can talk about this in our next episode, but sure. Baron, child serial killer? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he probably is going to put a cat in a well, microwave or something. I, oh, yeah, for like, sure. I mean, there's a lot going on there. That family, that gene pool is a weird one. It's a gene hot tub more than a gene pool. <laughs> Can't really, and they have not cleaned it. No, in a it's while. just boiled and yes. soupy in there. Yeah. It's just not good. Um, okay, so uh, Ants Hatfield, Devil Ants, <laughs> Devil Ants. Uh, he's one side of the deal, and then there's Randall McCoy, who's the 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 leader of the McCoys. So that's kind of important. One other thing that I thought was interesting about Devil Ants is that he's one of eighteen children. Jeez, God, who is that family that just won't stop reproducing? I think it's the the, ni- the it's nineteen uh, counting with them. Every yeah. time I see them. On the cover of a People it's magazine, yeah. it just it makes me angry. Like I, I have a visceral must be reaction. Like a windsock. My mom had fifteen brothers and sisters. That's Why? Insane. I don't know. Are they all alive? Grandma just did some fucking. <laughs> That's just. But you're pregnant for twenty years. Are they all yeah. alive? No, they're not all alive. Okay. One of one of them was like one of the first casualties in the Vietnam War. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, oh, when there's oh. a lot of brothers and back. sisters, they're, they're never yeah. all alive. Yeah, Something I guess your always has happened. Yeah, to yeah we have one who I think died in prison recently. Oh, like they're, yeah, they're all yeah. Over. yeah I guess yeah. if you're having more than eight kids, you're betting on some of them not making it at yeah, that point. Yeah. It's like a litter more than a, odds. Than, a, yeah. than children. But yeah, he was one of eighteen, which was kind of insane. Yeah. So okay, the kind of kickoff is devil ants and family members were returning home from fighting from the Confederate side, of course, of, course. of the war. Uh, they joined. They then they joined a local Confederate militia known as the Logan Wildcats. <laughs> so what a great I, name! Go Wildcats! Yeah, exactly. I found out <laughs> this week that Logan is about Wolverine. Yeah, you just found out. What did you think I it was about? A little boy. The Logan Wildcats, <laughs> <laughs> starring Sandra Bullock and I don't know some black kid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 
the blind side too. Blindsided again. <laughs> the blinder I like it. side. You will not fail college. I am white and you are black and I am helping you. You sit down. You sit down, large black child who I love like my son, who is not my son. I make sure everybody knows that you're not my son and I adopted you and you're welcome. <laughs> Blinds- I, like th- I like this voice. Blindsided again. <laughs> You do a good Sandra Bullock. A good racist Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That is Can really you guys good. see my, my like teased out bangs through the podcast? <laughs> Man. Oh, God. Okay. So so they joined the Logan Wildcats, which sounds like a high school from the 90s. Right. Anyway, um, Randall McCoy's brother, Asa, I don't know, Asa Harmon McCoy was a Union soldier also. He was wounded in, the, in battle and came home. While Asa was recuperating, he was murdered. Mm. No one was ever charged with this murder, but it was rumored that Devil Ants and the Logan Wildcats, Wildcats, woo, were involved. <laughs> well, well, wildcats. Yeah, exactly. Wildcats. Football. Yeah, exactly. This is like... It's, it's like Does that remember on. the Goldie Hawn movie, Wildcats? Yeah, of course. No. Um, <laughs> no, no, but I did think about Sandra Bullock and Speed. When she was sure, sure. I mean, Arizona wasn't that Wildcats? Uh, I don't know. All of that happened in L.A. And then Dennis uh, Hopper, yeah, sure. He kept calling her a Wildcat. Was it Wildcat? Arizona oh, Wildcats? I see what you're oh, saying. Yeah. It was like Wildcat. It takes was, a while to get there sometimes. But yeah, I know. he was calling her Wildcat, and it's it was because right. he could see like some Arizona. Yeah. Uni- oh, you're right. University that was the tag. Yeah, you're Got welcome it. for okay. the tie-in. Got <laughs> it. I'm fingering myself. She's just figuring herself. <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, so uh, Asa uh, ends up randomly dead. Um, some believe that the feud started with this incident, but there were no attempts at retaliation by the McCoys for uh, over a over decade a after that point. Decade. But they, they, I think that there was probably, that's when, my theory on this is the reason why I found it on so many different sources is that I think that kind of engendered a very tense environment for about 10 years between the two of them. Like, I, I think that it just... I could see that happening. Like a kill thy neighbor situation. <laughs> like yeah. Everybody's kind of uncomfortable. But now we're really feuding here in the late 1870s. Devil Ants! Remember, that's a Hatfield. It's just important. It starts right. to get very confusing as we go on. Yeah, Devil Ants Hatfield. Of, yeah. Lots of names. He got into a land dispute with Randall McCoy's cousin, Perry Klein. So again, when you hear Klein, think McCoy. Klein allegedly cut a tree down on the Hatfield property. Now, the Hatfields, uh, if there's if there's a prettier family in this i think it's the hatfields they 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 have a better they have a big business they're like the lyle menendez yeah they, yeah they're like I'm the menendez lyle. okay good team lyle and she's team eric I'm team eric but cries too much i yeah well yeah the mccoys do you like cry. them sensitive i do like them sensitive um so the, the the important thing to remember is that the hatfields are a, a lot more connected um so ants one devil ants won the land dispute and was granted. Uh, wait, you. I think you went too far up. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Devil Ants won the dispute and was granted. Okay, so Perry Klein cuts down one tree. <laughs> this is where things get bad. He cuts down one tree. They go to court, and Ants walks away with five thousand acres <laughs> of the McCoys' land. The McCoys felt that Ants had used his political connections to influence the court decision, which of course they did. So, a few months later, Randall McCoy accuses Ants' cousins and his best friend, Floyd Hatfield, of stealing his hog. 
So now we're back at the family feud situation. Yeah. Let me explain this. Let me let me pull the lens back on the value Please of a hog do. back Please then. Do. Let's talk hog. I because when I saw that, I was like, guys, chill out. It's like it's. I mean, how hard is it to get a hog? But apparently, it was a big deal because one hog could feed your whole family for a winter, or if you sold it, it was like a big chunk of your rations for the year. Right. So it was a big chunk of money, and it's also kind of insulting that the Hatfields, who had more money, may or may not have stolen a hog from the McCoy family because they're lesser off. I feel like the McCoys are like a red-headed stepchild. They are. No, I mean, they're the Mama June side of the world. They're your they're, yeah, less pretty cousin. Yeah. But not yeah. with a good personality, like the one yeah. you no. stick in the back of a picture. No, Yeah. No, they're, they're that other cousin that you see once every seven years. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm related to this guy. Oh, God. It's so weird. You really like The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. They're like Rudy. Like, but all of them are Rudy's. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> it's a bunch of <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> okay, so a lawsuit is filed against Floyd, the Hatfields, and the magistrate puts together. <laughs> Why is, did he do this? I don't know. He puts together a jury of six McCoys and six Hatfields to hear their case, which is stupid. That's, yeah, there's, there's no way that's not going to... This is exactly why you shouldn't let rednecks interpret the Constitution, because they think to themselves, like, oh, well, they said a jury of your peers, so they literally get friends of everybody and make them a jury. It's so stupid. So at the end of the trial, of course, one of the McCoys voted for the Hatfields for acquittal, and here's why. That McCoy, and this is like p- peeling back the lens here on, or, uh, on how incestuous all of this is, so that McCoy worked on Devil Ants' timber crew... And he claimed to have uh, voted basically to save his job. So the McCoys are like, well, that's fucked up. But at the end of the day, this was going to happen no matter what. One of these people was going to have to cross the feud line to make this work. Yeah. Yeah. What an insane way to solve the problem. What a shitty magistrate. Set it up so someone has to betray their family. Yeah. What is that? No, this will be fair because it's going to take real guts to yeah. fuck the other family over. <laughs> no, this is horrible. So as a result, the McCoys felt like they had been cheated again. Again, of course. Naturally. Right. So this heightened Ill, Ill feelings between all of them and more confrontations are going to follow. This is where things actually get violent. Right. But first, there's a romance. There's a wedding. There's a wedding that's going to happen. Two years after the Great Hog Trial. The Great, we all remember where we were. We all, yeah. I when mean, the Great Hog Trial broke out. Yeah, there's a really great song that's very fiddle-heavy about it. Yeah. Fixing to get hitched. Yep. Trial of a different century. Yep, I've named this section, yes, Fixing to get hitched, a white trash Romeo and Juliet story. So two years after the Great Hog Trial, Jaunt's worst name. Yeah, What kind? what the fuck? Come on, Hatfield. And your team Johns? Hat, your team Hatfield. I don't think with it's names that bad. Like I'm sure he went by John. I'm just Johns. I'm just saying I picked a side. That's all. I mean, I just John think C. it's interesting. I feel like I'm also team Hatfield. I feel like they've they're a little bit more cleaned up. They do some fucked up shit here in a little bit, but I'm definitely team Wildcats. Roar! <laughs> roar! Wildcats roar! Roar! So, um oh God, John's Hatfield. Uh, meets Randall McCoy's daughter, Rosanna. After spending a whopping and whirlwind one day together, the couple decide that they want to get married. And in the well, notes, I've just, I've just written trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is, that's pretty trashy. That's Britney Spears shit. I, it, yeah. I mean, it really, it's... It, so he was like Kevin Federline. 
John. Yes. Oh yeah, totally. He's but that definitely... was a different wedding. She, remember, she married some oh, dude. God, that's oh, right. Jason yeah. Alexander. Jason Alexander. Oh my god. No relation. I forgot about her. Like yeah. weird. Oopsie marriage. Did like, it yeah, in Vegas. In Vegas. And, then was like, and she was yeah, supposed to allegedly idea. high in like ecstasy. Have I brought up that everyone should be following Britney Spears on Instagram? Yeah, on you have talked about before. it. And I agree. Uh, she, Is she doing good things on Instagram? She runs her account. Oh, nice. Nobody runs it for her. So she'll do fashion shows. She's been on a fashion show kick recently where she clearly is setting her phone up, trying on outfits, and doing a fashion show alone in her hallway, and her dogs are running around. Oh, go puppies. It's. <laughs> It's the best. She had one tw- tweet, I think, that you retweeted where she was like, I'd like to learn how to play chess. And it that was, was a, it. It was a picture of like the first. <laughs> it was like, remember when Mac first came out and it came fully loaded with a game of chess and like yeah. solitaire? It was like a picture of what that game looked like. And she took a screenshot of it. And the, the chess pieces are just loaded on both sides. <laughs> and it says, very interesting game. I think I'd like to learn how to play this one day. Hmm. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Thanks yeah. Britt. That's Brittany, bitch. I'm so in. I, it's, yeah. You guys, it's it's pure gold. It's the funniest. It's magic. I'm going to follow her on Instagram. You really should. You know I, who probably is following her? That one Mothman? lady. Mothman? No, that one lady who follows everyone. Lourdes or? <laughs> Soledad O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get to the good job, Adam? It's been a big talking point. Because uh, you do remember she followed me and you first. Correct. And then a few weeks later, followed <laughs> Carrie. Uh, she probably heard us talk about it and felt bad. And right, was like, I was yeah, like a McCoy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a McCoy mercy follow. And Soledad <laughs> O'Brien is the pig we're feuding over. That doesn't sound right. Uh-uh, no. That sounds terrible. No, you should cut that out. Yeah, Soledad <laughs> O'Brien is who we mer. No, no. no? I just also think, bad. Uh, I don't know solid- how to work her in. You shouldn't. I don't think anybody with any respect should be working. No, into she wants this a part view. of this. I'm she sure wants to be she wants to be in on this podcast. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, we should ask. She's her. a newswoman. Yeah, to be honest, it should come on. So we have Joan Renner. Yeah, and then we have Soledad. <laughs> O'Brien. Right, Carrie. You know, you've got your marching orders for happy hour tweeting. I'm on it. <laughs> so excited. I'll start now. Okay, so <laughs> she's not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie lives her life. I'm so jealous. So, so Johns brings Rosanna back home with him to Devil Lance's side of the, the feud. But uh, basically, he says that she's not allowed to live in his house or they're, they're not allowed to get married. But I don't think that it was him that decided that the two of them weren't allowed to get married. And I have a reason for that. Um, Rosanna becomes pregnant with Johns' baby. But eventually she realizes, so she's just waiting around on the Hatfield compound, which how, can you, so you're pregnant and you're, on a feuding side and nobody really likes you and this guy who got you pregnant is just not marrying you. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're just not getting married. He's not putting a ring on it. He's not putting a ring on it. So she's like, fine, whatever. I'm just going to go back to the McCoy, McCoy side of things. So she goes back. Her dad is so pissed that she's not allowed to come back home but she can move in with her cousin, with her Aunt Betty. Soon <sighs> after moving in with Aunt Betty... Rosanna gives birth to this baby, this half Hatfield, half McCoy baby, but then the baby dies eight months later of measles. Sure. But where, what, did Jance, what, did, what did Johns do to, to ease the pain, Adam? Johns went and married Rosanna's cousin, Nancy. What a piece of trash Johns is. Yeah. So you, make, you go through all the trouble. I think that's a Kevin Federline move. Didn't he get together with Brittany after 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. His girlfriend was pregnant at yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. And he. It's also a Tom Brady thing. Well, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom that's Brady. That's just a football player thing. First yeah, because there's also just, a you know there's also a football player named Tiki Barber. Yeah. Who got in that a big uh, kerfuffle because he left his pregnant no, wife for he just, some. He intern. just has a bad manager. They all have that. Yeah. If we know about it. It's because his team isn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's not. I mean. But I just think it's funny that you go through all the trouble of of fucking up this whole situation, impregnating one of them, and then marrying a different one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, li- I like your heading for this section. Stabby time! <laughs> it gets pretty stabby because <laughs> Devil Dance's brother, Ellison Hatfield, got into a fight with three of Randall McCoy's sons on election day during a celebration. Now... Just for reference, I just want to note again that all three of these guys are the younger brothers of Rosanna and cousins of Ellison's sister-in-law. I love the hand motions you're doing with I, this. But I had to do this because otherwise this made no sense. You guys, I was... I. <laughs> Like reading this the first time was like reading that part of Leviticus where it's just listing family members. Yeah, I was like, who begat what and where begat who? It was very frustrating. Yeah, this it's a lot to keep up with. So when in I had terms of names, what, what I figured out that, that these people were also tangentially related after all of this. You hear about the Hatfield and McCoys your whole life, right? And then you find out that they're also kind of connected by family. It gets it's kind of infuriating. Yeah, yeah, it's really stupid. Like anyway. So one of the McCoys pulls a knife on Ellison, and Ellison was stabbed 27 times. You know what? That's a lot. Uh, it's a little overdone. And then, just in case, they shot him in the back. Overkill. Well, yeah. you say that, but he didn't die right away. <laughs> That's a rage killing. <laughs> a, they had feelings with that one. Mm-hmm. It was a rage killing. So um, the three brothers are are rounded up by the police, and they start taking them to the Kentucky jail, but the ants, but but ants' followers, the Hatfields, ambush these guys, taking them to prison and capture them, and say that basically if 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 Ellison lives, then you guys live, and Ellison lives for two days. Uh oh. And at that point, the Hatfields lose all of their shit they string up three of the mccoy brothers and shoot them each 50 times jeez what did they tie them to uh paw paw trees paw paw trees (laughs) let's string them up on the paw paw tree (laughs) pew pew trees pew pew pew. let's uh string them up on the paw paw tree and go pew pew (laughs) pew 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 pew. i would like to string jeff may to a paw paw tree oh wow (laughs) Wow. wow. And stab him 27 times. Wow. <laughs> Shoot That's back. really aggressive. Why do you want to kill him like Rasputin? You want to do like a rat, like uh, you're going to poison him and. <sighs> a thousand ways to kill Jeff May. <laughs> That's a new podcast. <laughs> Every episode's a new way to kill Jeff May. Um, so basically, the Hatfields elude arrest for a little while, which pisses off the McCoys. And here's the thing. The McCoys finally level up with one wedding, and uh, it's with Martha McCoy, who marries this guy named Perry Klein. Funnily enough, Perry Klein had also been in a land dispute with Devil Lance a right. couple years he's, back. He's the guy who lost his five thousand acres. Uh, yeah, so he's, yeah, so he's he's pissed about that. Um, but at this point, he actually knows the governor of Kentucky, and he manages to organize a reward and a formal like indictment of the three Hatfield people. Nothing ever gets done, though. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. So while I think that 
the Hatfields are definitely the the more on it of of the crew. Um, I do feel bad for the McCoys because shit just keeps happening to them and nothing ever gets done. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the Hatfields are the, like you said, the more connected half. Yeah. That, you know. They're the bougier. They're the the man. Yeah, they're the man. I don't like that. You don't like that? I don't like them being the man. If it makes you feel any better, they're all racists. (laughs) Well, yeah, of course. You know. So, I mean, the McCoys are more of like the deliverance side of this discussion, I think. Like, you know. They like murder. They do. They love them some murder. They do. Um, All right. So now we're almost done, guys. Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) So now Jeff McCoy randomly kills a mail carrier named Fred Wolford. I tried to look this up and I could not find out why. So nerdy. And it (laughs) dropped. You researched this? What a nerd. Well, I, why were you at a party at a St. Patrick's Day parade in Hermosa Beach like I was? Because I'm a nerd. But honestly, I it's just weird that there's all of this like very clean motivation throughout this whole story. But then randomly he kills a mail carrier. I find that's fascinating. What was he carrying? I mean, yeah. he literally shoots the messenger. Yeah. Why? 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 It doesn't say why anywhere. I can't figure it out. If you guys out there know why, please tell me. It's really bothering me. Maybe that's how the phrase started. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Well, it's a pretty good lesson not to because what happens next is, uh, well, Jeff McCoy is immediately killed by this guy, Cap Hatfield, who is a constable, um, obviously, of the Hatfields, and his friend, Tom Wallace. So they shoot Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) I like that we finally have a normal name and it's Jeff. Yeah, yeah, finally. (laughs) Carrie's happy with that. Um, As long as Jeff dies. Yep. They. Wow. Well, Jeff does die right here. They they shoot him uh, on the banks of the Tug River. But then a couple days le- later, Tom Wallace is found dead. Um, hmm. So I think the McCoys or the Hatfields. Where are we at? I'm all confused now. The lady uh, on Twitter, McCoys, come who come said back. that she would reverse any poxes I threw on Jeff, said she didn't know she had enough power <laughs> to reverse all of the poxes I throw on him. I'm sure that one of these families had a carry throwing boxes throughout the throughout the feud. A pox throwing carry. Yep, pox throwing. There's one in every household. Mm-hmm. So now we move into a section labeled the New Year's Night Massacre because that's what this is actually called. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, Cap Hatfield and Jim Vance led several members of the Hatfield clan to set the McCoy cabin on fire while the family was sleeping. That Yikes. excessive. Yeah, that is a harsh... Yeah, this that is an escalation. They're trying to end it, I think, by killing more people. Seems to be the. Pl- I, I think that's how stupid people try to end fights. They kill more people. Yeah, that yeah. seems to be the the way that the Rust Belt likes to handle things. So, the goal was to flush out Randall McCoy, Randolph McCoy from the house. Randolph is the father of Jeff. Just to kind of, we're coming back to that. Right, this is kind of important. But old Randy gets away. The second the house is catching on fire, he dives into the river and swims away. Uh, two of his kids are shot, and his <laughs> wife is beaten. He doesn't stay around to defend any of these people in his family. <laughs> what a piece that's, of shit. that's somebody I would date. <laughs> somebody I would marry. He he doesn't do anything to protect his family whatsoever. Um, Tom Wallace and Cap Hatfield were involved in beating up his wife. She was beaten with a bull's tail. Jesus, yeah. That's Where'd they get the up. bull's tail? I mean, it's the South. I think everybody knows. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've got automatics <laughs> now. But the fact that it was bull tails. You remember after the Colorado, the Batman shootings yeah. in Aurora, Colorado, there was that guy who basically ran when the shooting started and he was there with his 
like girlfriend and their yeah. one year old daughter. Yep, I remember. And that. I remember there was an interview the next day on TV, and she was like, "Yeah, we're still together." And you could just tell on her face, she was like, this motherfucker. Oh, I would dump that guy so, so fast yeah. if he just leaves me like that, like yeah. with a child. This guy, and again, like none of these people are worth their salt at all. No. But okay. So, so New Year's Night Massacre. So New Year's Night Massacre, back to the fact that, so yeah, Randy floats away in 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 <laughs> fucking river. Floats away. Randy floats away. He does have a couple kids with him, but I still find it really hard to believe that he didn't just walk outside and be a man and just... Yeah, that's what it would. That's it would have solved that. Like, uh, you know, um, they had to escape into the woods. A couple of his kids who were unprepared for the elements actually got frostbite, Ouch. which is really sad. And so then the remaining McCoys moved to Pikeville to escape the West Virginia raiding parties. How the raiding parties started, because basically everybody was kind of like, we're done. You guys, you need to be done with this. If you're not done with this, we're going to make you done with this. Right. So the grand finale here is that in September 1888, the Hatfields uh, in, were the Hatfields involved in the raid uh, on the McCoy family. Um, they were tired of all the crimes. They were all sentenced. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This all led to the Battle of Grapevine Creek, in which several Hatfield supporters were captured or killed. The captured Hatfields were transported to Pike County, Kentucky, to await trial. So... The state was pissed. Right. There was a battle. The Hatfields actually are the ones in the end that kind of took it because they were the ones that burnt down this cabin. And yeah. everybody was like, well, um, you've gone too far. Yeah. So Devil Ants made no attempt to get revenge for the conviction of his family after this. And that finally marked the end of the feud. Seems weird that all of a sudden he's like, eh, over it. Yeah. No, I mean. Well, over the course of 30 years, though. <laughs> but. That's a long, eh. Right, but then, like, what makes you just give up? Are you just, like, tired? Like, I mean, you're older at this point. I'm hoping maybe he's that, just tired of fighting. I'm hoping that maybe it came down to the fact that he realized that all of his vitriol turned into a woman getting, oh, an innocent woman, for the most part, getting beaten in her home, and two of her children were killed. With a bull's yeah. Chil- Like, children, children, not like, not like, you know, jaunts or whatever. Fucking jaunts. Such a I don't mind jaunts. I bet he's got a ponytail. Oh, oh, they all did. Oh, they all had ponytails. Yeah. They all had ponytails. Ponytails and dew mouth. Yeah, they they all drove Camaros, whatever their the version of, of yeah. Camaros were. They had were. tape decks. Oh, yeah, yeah. gross. <laughs> In 1888. Yep. Rosanna, Rosanna. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah that's, that's where that was. Have you ever seen MacGruber? Of course. Oh, my God. That's it's so just good. the funniest movie ever. Is it? I've never seen oh, it. It's amazing. So, honestly, I, I... It's the guy from SNL. Yeah. I like him. Will Forte. Will Forte is a genius. It's so good yeah that is just one of the funniest movies ever made when i'm sad i'll put it on and it makes me laugh every time all right so do you want to go through all these people that have died or do you want to skip down to when they all sell out (laughs) (laughs) yeah we can i mean we don't need to so how many people were there there were so it's over a dozen people that were part of both families that ended up dying there were other ancillary people that died in some of these raids and things like that but for the most part it looks like 13 people over 30 years yeah which is so, still well from two families. That's, that's still a good clip. Yeah, I mean, over what again? I yeah. mean, like that's the thing about it is like it's just Israel and Palestine. No one knows. <laughs> no, it's a mystery. <laughs> no, nobody studied magnets. That. How do those work? It's weird. Gravity. Fuck gravity. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. The tides come in. The tides go out. We don't know how it happens. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that in mind, like with all of this bloodshed in mind. What do you think? Uh, how do you think this eventually starts to play? This blew my mind because I didn't know this until now. 
In 2011, the Hatfields and McCoys Dinner Show, a musical <laughs> comedy production, opened. Why are you laughing? I would go to that. On the resort community. <laughs> and I would pay $30 for a picture. Of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, near the entrance for the Great Smoky Mountains you, National Park. You ready for a fun fact? Yeah. Pigeon Forge. Oh, we were going to finger? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Oh, your finger up. Oh, no. Don't. Well, let's like do it quick before I get to okay. this. Thank okay, you. Okay, but I just felt like you were Caitlin? tempting me. Oh, yeah, finger. Oh, thank you. Uh, that feels right. Uh, fun side note, so, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. It's where Jeff May had his honeymoon. I forget that he was married. I, I did too, honestly. That came up on a podcast once. <laughs> Pigeon <laughs> Forge, Tennessee. He went to Tennessee for his honeymoon? I'm surprised. Well, it's probably a cool sp- spot. Great Smoky Mountains National Park. I'm sure it's beautiful. That's, no. What? Pigeon anything is not a what, good Yeah, what do, you, what do you do at a park? Especially if you don't drink. He doesn't drink. What do you do? I don't know what Jeff does in general because he doesn't drink. So right? That, that whole thing confuses do me. Do you yeah. ride a horse? I don't see him on a horse. I don't see I know. Him. So what does he do? Fish? Uh, maybe there's some good restaurants. Well, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff at Pigeon Forge. I see him scalping For example, somebody. there's the Hatfields and McCoy's Dinner Show, a musical comedy production. I would go to that. And it's all, oh, it's also, yeah, it's also a resort. Pigeon Forge is a resort, which is why. A resort in Tennessee? Exactly. That sounds yeah. like an oxymoron. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I feel like you're defending I'm just te- it. I'm just telling like you. Like you're going to take like Angie there. When no. I'm just married. telling you where Jeff and his ex-wife <laughs> went to celebrate their love, okay? And that and it, love did and not it did, last. it didn't work out. No. It's because they went to a place called Pigeon something for their honeymoon. So I, hope I wonder learned if they saw lesson. the Hatfields and McCoy's dinner show. We should have had Jeff on to talk no, about it. No, we should never have Jeff on. We've had Jeff on, haven't we? I didn't have him on. <laughs> we arrived here and he was here. <laughs> and he was here and invited you, himself You asserted on. him onto the show. I think he asserted him on. Oh, I, I, I mean, I don't have the same kind of problems with Jeff as you do, but I understand. I don't actually have problems. When I saw him at I, PUI. I, I, I know you're joking. We I hugged. don't actually think you want to kill him. We hugged and I was like, you smell nice. And he was like, yeah, I normally do. And of course, Jesus. it was like a compliment turned into an argument right off the bat. It's just, it's how we show our love for each it's other. It's the modern day Hatfield and McCoy's. <laughs> yes. The old Martin and Mays. Do not <laughs> steal his hog. Do not do it, Carrie. Don't do it. Don't I do it. I can't say that I won't. So uh, the Hatfield McCoy, I can, I can steal his hat collection from Lids. You can, you could take pants. That's his cat that lives in a tree. She doesn't want a cat. Yeah, I don't. Want, nobody uh, wants a cat. Uh, what? Cats. No. no let's oh not, wait, you no, do let's like not, cats. Let's not start that discussion because I would love a good kitty in this room right really? now. Really? Yeah, it would sit do right here on my lap, and I would rub its ears in its little cat head. And it would probably go around and like tear things up with its claws. And if it were three hundred pounds bigger, it would eat you. Well, but it's not like a boa constrictor. Just saying, but it could be like any dog could be a wolf too. But yeah, I welcome it. (laughs) There was a video that Caitlin sent me of a dachshund licking a lion's mouth, and I I can't stop watching it. It's the cutest thing ever. It's the cutest thing. (laughs) It is really adorable. Oh, Carrie's got to see this. Uh, This My heart melted. So now I want a dachshund and a lion. Did you see the? I think it's a German Shepherd that uh, there's a. It's either, I think it's a sheep farm, and they use this dog to welcome all the newborn sheep and make them comfortable. He goes out and, like, kisses them and plays around with them. I really am at that point now where Facebook is so upsetting that I only have, like, the the intestinal fortitude for animal videos Yeah, I just scroll through and wait till I hit those cat videos. I can't do it anymore. I walk by babies in strollers, nothing. I see a dog, and automatically I'm like, puppy. Yeah, 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 I get it. And I'll go. To, I mean, it could have rabies. It could bite me. 
<laughs> I'm willing to take that chance. I'm going to pet it. Yeah, pet that it. dog. Well, back to speaking of cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I am, the Hatfields and McCoys look like beta fish. You can't put much. them in the same tank. Right. Um, this is the most annoying part, in my opinion. This sentence bothers me. The Hatfield and McCoy Reunion Festival and Marathon are held annually in June on a three-day weekend. The events take place in Pikesville, Kentucky, mm. Matawan, West Virginia, and Williamson, West Virginia. Hey, shout out to West Virginia. Hey, <laughs> there goes they that's I'm from West Virginia. This is I, it's the home of I want to say hi. Hey, Ronnie, David, my <laughs> buddies. And I call bullshit on a marathon. Like I feel like every three blocks they take a smoke break. Well, on a marathon of what? Like what does that even mean? <laughs> a, a festival and marathon? Yeah. It was a marathon and a half marathon. Do they just like rent out like a convention center part of like what the, are you doing a, this weekend, the Adam? Holiday Inn. <laughs> I'm gonna run in the Hatfield and McCoy marathon. I mean, no was, feud and just running. <laughs> there was a History Channel miniseries that I saw during my research that must have been like six hours long. So maybe they just watch that over and over again. Uh, it's so well, annoying. There's Everything... so much excitement. There's a tug of war across the Tug Fork tributary. Yeah, I miss tug of a war. A live reenactment of scenes from their most famous fight. A motor, a motorcycle ride. What the fuck? The that ATV mean? rides. What I is think that it looks with, fun. with Southerners and reenacting failed fights? And then it just says live entertainment. Uh huh. That sounds ominous. They also like to go mudding. Ugh, mudding. Yeah, get like they'll go out like in a truck or a jeep. Yeah, I know. And try to get stuck in the mud. Stupid. Right? I don't get it. I'm sorry. Did you guys watch that show on MTV about yes. West Virginia? What was it called? I don't know, but I know. Wait, it have was you one seen? season. But I, I watched every episode. I did actually watch a lot of those because <laughs> they were really watch funny. Watch it again. There's a really crazy documentary called The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, I think it was Wild and no, no, Out. Wild and Out? No, you're wild right. Wild and Out with Nick Cannon? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was different. Damn but it. The Wild and Wonderful Whites. Your mama wife. is so fat. <laughs> no, I mean, well, that's kind of the documentary. <laughs> that's your Wild and Out impression? Well, like the Hatfields and McCoys version. But the the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. There's one part where they're no, you're not. You're, it's not on the notes. It's it doesn't exist <laughs> on that page. Oh, you guys, I really threw Carrie off there for a second because <laughs> I actually read the notes. I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> I've just been trying to talk about this documentary for three whole minutes, and you guys I like are talking this calmer about Carrie that wild and out that doesn't get all aggro because she brought notes, <laughs> and we don't talk about them. See, now you learned the hard way. <laughs> That it, it's best when Carrie doesn't break notes, right? Because <laughs> she's just easygoing at that point. Yeah, she brings notes. That it, it helps if I've been up for over twenty four <laughs> hours. I calm down a lot. She softened up a lot. <laughs> she really has. Okay, let's bring it on home. Um, okay, well, on August in August of twenty fifteen, members of both families helped archaeologists dig for ruins at the site where they believe Randolph McCoy's house was burned. Did they find anything, or was it like a Geraldo opening Al Capone's vault? Literally, kind of those were good ones. Yeah, that's all that I could find. Is that? <laughs> but it didn't occur to me until that moment that in that cabin fire, apparently, they just never found the remains of those two kids. Meh. Yeah, who cares? So it made me think, like maybe they just. But if they found broke dog away, bones, I would cry. Yeah. Maybe that was their chance. They like, were just living in I'm the woods out of after here. that. No, they probably wouldn't lived a very cosmopolitan existence after that. I think they were done being white trash. Yeah, that's the nice be. happy ending story. Mm. But they mm. probably burned in that that cabin. That's yeah, they like probably died. Made yeah, in Manhattan. Dead. Yeah, it's Jennifer just for Lopez. That's just a like good. That. That's a good way to end all of this. <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah, I think that to, seems to appropriate. Made in Manhattan. Um, 
You know, I, I also heard this weekend that Liam Neeson has a big dick. Oh, well. I don't doubt that for one goddamn <laughs> second. I don't right? either. I really don't. Liam Neeson carries himself like a but, yeah, person like, with like a, tripod. a gigantic dick. Yeah, yeah. he's packing. He's got those uh, sausage fingers. Yeah. I feel uh, like that's a good indicator. That's why he turned into an action star <laughs> after his wife died. Wanted to swing that huge dick around. Yeah. Man, I... Use I, it to do some karate. Maybe that's what really killed her. It could be. <laughs> she didn't die until hours later. Yeah. There it is. He fucked her on the mountain. Because hey. didn't she die in a skiing accident? Yeah, she hit yeah. a tree. Are you soft on me? No, I just am sad. I'm sad. Please that's, make fun of death with the rest of us. You're right. Yeah, I just yeah. that one that you know how there's like certain celebrity stories where you're like I can't I can't make fun of that. It makes me too sad. It actually is really sad. That it that is. story makes me really sad because they were actually they seemed like an yeah. actually happy couple yeah. in Hollywood yeah. and they were fine. Like they were fine. And then she had to go and die. And now watching Love Actually is and even not sadder. like a good Hollywood way. Like it wasn't from like alcohol or you know it was, yeah. she was just skiing. Freak well, you know what's a sad story to me is DJ AM. Oh, God. survived yes. a fucking plane crash yes. and then dies of a drug overdose like a year later. Mm. Yeah, I saw him in concert once in Long really? Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I the the DJ AM story. Can you imagine like you're so you survive that? He also was a fat cocaine addict like myself. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, this was a good. That's that's where we should end it. I think that's the. Yeah, yeah. I think that's next week on Pretty Scary Carrie's cocaine addiction. Me and Caitlin are going to do an intervention. Is that why she's awake? Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I'll edit out the part where I said we're going to do an intervention because then Carrie won't know when she listens back to the episode. No, what you tell her is... Because she's so high on coke right now. Adam, trust me. We're going to tell her we're going to watch intervention and she will show up. She loves Uh, that show. That is a great show. It is. It is a great show. I don't know if it's still on or not. They all die. I think it actually just came back. Oh. Yeah. I well, mean, sad premise, but I do enjoy watching it. And every time my parents would get upset with me, I'm like, watch Intervention and like calm the fuck down. Yeah. Right? My, like, I could my be, like, thought every time I watched you. Intervention, I was like, do no drug addicts watch Intervention? Like, do they not know no, what's about to fucking happen? Do. I think you missed a really keen insight of what she just said, <laughs> which is like, I think the problem with the show for the most part is that they only find the people that are like, really 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 mm-hmm. bad they don't find like functioning addicts yeah, yeah like functioning addicts are the ones that an intervention would work for <laughs> might help or yeah. but like people that are like you know drinking mouthwash and shit like that it's mm. kind of like that's that's what something i've had people... family members do that and drink perfume for the oh, alcohol content that's, so... that's a big thing in russia they drink a lot of aftershave they actually bottle it to look like alcohol and it's a huge problem in russia People get drunk on aftershave because it's so much cheaper. And you're in Russia. You got to be fucking drunk. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're going to drink aftershave. It's cold. Uh, that's the most depressing thing I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Let's do an episode about us drinking aftershave. Let's do it. I'll do it. Let's Will get hammered it? on aftershave. No. No. Absolutely not. I probably would. Let's drink aftershave at the Cecil Hotel. Oh, yeah. I need an Uber. <laughs> no. I think if you're drunk on aftershave, you're like... Aftershave. Let's just see what happens to me. Maybe you learn. Carry me. Maybe that's how you learn Russian. Yeah, that could be. Because otherwise, I don't know how you learn that shit. And we're gonna have Putin to on learn the Ritz. It. Yep. That's what we'll call the episode. <laughs> Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> 
Oh my god, that seems like a good stop. That was point. a good stop. We found a couple, but I think that's the one. <laughs> we did it. That's where we signed off. A bunch of false endings, like the <laughs> like the Hatfields and the McCoys starting, like the third Lord of the Rings movie. I don't know, one of those movies. That movie does have seven endings. I hated it. Look so at we much. did it again. It's still not god over. Damn it! <laughs> People are so frustrated right now. Yeah, they're in their car. We like, haven't even got the plugs yet, and this episode's been oh, over for right. fifteen minutes. <laughs> Oh, the best part. I forgot. Or I tell them how to find me. Do we have any plugs before no. we get out I of here? I mean, we're... You know where to find us. We, we're yeah. on White Wine True Crime still. It's still happening. Um, we're here. Um, I might do a comedy tour. Yeah. But you don't have the dates for that, do you? No. Okay, well, we'll... <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I'm at the Venice Underground show April 5th. Oh, look at you with dates. Oh, you fancy now, are you? Okay. I know. Well, You're showing you. off a little bit, Adam. Like, pump your brakes. I don't want to brag, but... Living in the bougie part of West Virginia. <laughs> That's not how they talk. It really upsets Carrie. It makes it, you... Have you never been to West stupid. Virginia? This makes me as angry as uh, all of Mariah Carey's Christmas songs. I'm from Southwest Virginia. Nope. <laughs> oh my God, this one time my mom embarrassed me. We were in Another new ending. <laughs> no, this is really embarrassing. This is a really good, uh, really embarrassing story from a parent. So... Uh, we were in the a van, in our van, and we had a couple friends that she was taking home, and which never happened. Nobody ever wanted to hang out with me, so I was so excited that like people yeah. were in our car. So my mom t- was taking us all to McDonald's, and out of nowhere, so she gets everybody's order. We pull up to the to the to the to the little speaker, and yeah. thank you for you know welcome to McDonald's. Can I please take your order? My mom's like, I would like to have. One number two, three number fours. She starts ordering in this southern accent out of nowhere. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I—that's like gone with the wind. It was so bad. I and all of my friends were like, "What is she doing?" Like, because they were all <laughs> shitty junior high Orange County kids. And I was like, "Mom, mom, mom," <laughs> and a and a double chocolate shake. Thank you very much. So we start to pull up. My mom is laughing hysterically. She thinks it's the funniest thing she's ever done. We get to the counter, and the guy was like thrilled that he, she, he was talking to somebody with a southern accent for some reason. Oh, yeah. He was like, hey, wow, like I picked up on your accent. Uh, where are you from? And she goes, oh, West Virginia. I'm from Southern California. And I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing thing my mom that's had. That's pretty bad. It was so embarrassing. That happens. That, that's happening. It builds character. Caitlin. It did. It did. It definitely did. I hit on a Hooters waitress once. And uh, I, I, she said she was from Michigan. And I was like, oh, me too. And she was like, what part? And I was like, ah, you know, the UP. She was like, me too. And I was like, never mind. I'm just lying to you. I'm not that invested in this. I had a Hooters waitress once I was pregnant. Oh, that's dark. Mm, right? I had one with a broken leg. <laughs> it's the island of lost toys yeah. of the Hooters generation. Sorry, a broken thigh. Welcome to Hooters! <laughs> oh, God. We have a birthday! <laughs> My boobs are much bigger now because I'm pregnant. <laughs> and they can't fire me because if they do, they're fucked. That's one weird superpower. For yeah, she, was, uh, she wasn't She was going to tap out. They can't fire you. She was going to go on maternity leave from a Hooters. That's so dark. It's so sad. All right. All right. I feel like that's a good ending. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a good ending. <laughs> I'm glad we're drinking. I'm glad we're drinking, too. Cheers. Cheers. Mine's empty, but nerd. Yep, I'm a nerd. Nerd. I've got nerd. My smart nerd water. store. 
smart water. Oh, smart water. Ugh. Caitlin's. Like, whatever. I'm Caitlin's exactly, a genius. I'm exactly like Jennifer Aniston. So you're going to look good and be refreshed tomorrow? <laughs> Nerd. Are you sure you can wear those headphones over your big brain? No, I can't. It's really painful <laughs> right now, but I'm going to be a team player here. All right. Well, this water is really good. <laughs> what a loser. Mmm, good water. Ah, okay with Crystal Geyser. I'm not over here bragging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm smart enough. <laughs> water I'm was smart just smart enough to be up for over 24 hours and I might have to Uber home. <laughs> I'm having trouble seeing straight. Anyway, uh bye. <laughs> <laughs> At least parking here is free till five in the morning. I like uh, your parking guys. Many, many adventures. Another around. fake ending. Here we go. Let's <laughs> talk about the parking deck for 25 minutes. This uh, episode I can't breathe. What am I, five? Like, yeah. <laughs> if you guys at home could see. No, I'm just being ridiculous right now. I keep dressing. I am very afraid of the day that we decide to live cast this because it will. It will. Yeah. We, we definitely <laughs> should do it sometime. We will. Just, uh, just not today. Not today. Not today. Not today. All right. Let's get out of here. Carrie, say goodbye. Pretty scary boo. <laughs> it's not what I asked, but fine. <laughs> Caitlin, say goodbye. Oh, bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.